Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You're finally here. Sorry, Kev. I've been really busy. Doing what? You're 35 hours late. I have been on a mime course. Mime? Yep. I thought it would be useful for the podcast. Oh, dear. Do you want to see what I can do? Uh, It's not the best medium for a podcast, but yeah, go on then. Let's see some. Here goes. Ta-da! Well, what do you think? What was that supposed to be? That, Kev, was the story of Troy. I was the Trojan horse. You do know you're supposed to keep your eyes open when you mime. No, I did not know that. Maybe you learn it in the second session. Just press play. I forgot to open my eyes, didn't I? Wait a minute. I've learned a dance routine to go with our theme. Do you want to see it? Yeah, go on then. Welcome to Cat Noir Comedy Podcast Season 3. Episode 3, The Brand Flake Chronicles. Well, did you like the dance? I think Najinsky would have been proud, Matt. Now put away them scarves. We've got a podcast to perform. I remember seeing some mime once. Four men laid out on the street, wriggling on their bellies, struggling to pull themselves from the ground. Two of them, like moonless crescents, curved to form a number, whilst one planked across the last man, who was also a crescent, with his arms above him. I think they were trying to tell me something. The only message I got was that mime is pretty hard on the ears. I'm hungry. I'm off to the shop to buy some bran flakes. East It's time to eat a big hit. And coming up now on East Mid-Southwest Radio, have you ever seen the rain? I bet these two have as we go over to Stargazing Live. Good evening, listeners. Welcome to another night of watching our beautiful skies, hoping to catch a glimpse of those ever-elusive stars. Bundy, can I just jump straight in and ask you a question? Of course you can, Ted. What's on your mind? I was just wondering what those hundreds and hundreds of boxes of bran flakes are doing, all stacked up along the wall next to the piano. Well, Ted, do you remember the competition I entered a few weeks ago to win 1,100 boxes of bran flakes? Hmm, was that the one where you had to write something positive about bran flakes on the back of that pack of bran flakes and then send the whole thing off? to a brand flakes company. That's the one, Ted. I remember, my friend. Have you heard anything back? I have. And? How did you do? Well, I won, Ted. That's why there are 1,100 boxes of brand flakes all stacked up along the wall next to the piano. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> what fantastic news, Bundy. Congratulations. I can't have them at home. Marjorie's terribly allergic. Well, I am sure we'll put them to good use here. I just wish I could bring our listeners some good news too, Bundy. But sadly not tonight. In fact, we've actually got quite a problem. Ted, 
Whatever's wrong? It's the back door, Bundy. I'm afraid it's completely out of action. Oh, that's dreadful news. I can't get it open. Have you tried using hemorrhoid cream? No, Bundy. The back door to the observatory. Ah, my bad, Ted. What's wrong with the door? I think it's this spell of rain we've been having. It's soaked into the wood, it's swollen the door, and now it's wedged against the frame. I can't get it open. It simply won't move. We do have such rotten luck with the weather, Ted. But we've been through worse scrapes than this. And we've still got the front door to get in and out of the observatory. That is true. Why don't you man the telescope to cheer yourself up? Who knows what tonight's majestic sky might unveil. Oh, thanks, Bundy. You're quite right. The rain is bound to stop at some point, And when the wood dries out, I'm sure we'll be able to open the back door and get it fixed. Meanwhile, tonight could be the night I finally get to see Sirius the Dog Star. Ah, excellent choice. I'll type the coordinates into the computer and you helm the telescope. Right-o. Ooh, this is interesting, Bundy. What can you see, Ted? Well, it's actually quite light out there tonight, for once. And the rain's only a drizzle. I think there's a chance you might actually see a star or two out in the night sky, Bundy. Ooh. Or maybe not. Everything all right, Ted. I heard an appalling cacophony of sounds. It's the telescope, Bundy. I think the rain's rusted it free from its frame. Now it's tipped completely over and it's fallen on the ground in front of the observatory. Crumbs. What a disaster. I'm going to have a quick look out the front to inspect the damage. Sorry for this, listeners. We really do seem to get pestered by the rain on this show. And now it seems to have brought down our telescope. Bundy! Yes, Ted? I can't open the front door. Why ever not? Well, this door opens outward. Only now it's blocked by the fallen telescope. I really can't open it. Well, that's all right, Ted. We've still got the back door for when we finish the show tonight. Um, Bundy. Oh, cripes. You're right, Ted. We're stuck in the observatory. None of the windows here are big enough to fit a human through. And now both doors have failed us at the same time. Whatever will we do? <sighs> well, it looks like we might be here for a while. Nil desperandum, Ted. At least we've got plenty to eat. You're right, Bundy. Why don't you fix each of us a nice bowl of bran flakes? I'll put the kettle on. Perkins, Perkins, Perkins. Perkins, Perkins. Perkins, Perkins, Perkins. Perkins, Perkins. Perkins, Perkins, Perkins and Fitzroy. How may I direct your call? We are now aware how confusing this message may be to some people. To support this... We have decided to no longer use surnames, so you can be sure you'll get through to the right person first time. With that in mind, thank you for calling. Colin, Colin, Colin. Colin, Colin. Colin, Colin, Colin. Colin, Colin. Colin, Colin. Colin and Colin. Thank you. East Mid South West Radio. We literally throw. All hit at you. And coming up now on East Mid-Southwest Radio, here comes the rain again, falling on my head like a, well, a rusty telescope. Let's find out as we go over to Stargazing Live. I'm a little bored of bran flakes, Ted. I know what you mean, Bundy. I too yearn for something other than an all-bran flake diet. How long has it been now? Three days, my friend. Three long days of rain and bran flakes. I would have hoped to have been rescued by now, Ted. Me too, Bundy. I mean, we're still broadcasting after all. You'd have thought someone would have heard us and know that we're in trouble. Why not say something to the listeners? Ted's right. 
If someone is listening, we'd be awfully grateful if you might pop by the observatory at your earliest convenience and move the telescope so we can get out. I'd phone Marjorie and ask her, only she's in Guernsey this week. This is ridiculous, Bundy. We need to find a way out. Perhaps we could attract the attention of someone outside. We could fire off a flare, Ted. Out of a window and into the night sky, alerting any passers-by to come and help set us free. It's a great idea, but we don't have a flare gun. Ah, then we'll need to be more resourceful. Very MacGyver. What are you thinking? Well, I once saw an episode of the A-Team where B.A. Barocas fashioned the springs and repurposed frame of an old military camp bed into a kind of catapult. Ingenious, Bundy. God bless the A-Team. We could fire a flare from the makeshift catapult. We could if we had some flares. Tricky. I got rid of mine to a charity shop in the 80s. How about we take one of these oranges from the fruit bowl and catapult that out of the window? Hmm, do you think anyone would actually see a catapulted orange hurling through the night sky, Bundy? Good point, Ted. Wait a minute. What about if we doused it with whiskey and set it on fire first? Hmm, I'm just checking, Bundy. Your plan is to turn an old military-style camp bed into a catapult, launch a flaming orange out of the window into the night sky in the hope that someone might see it and come and move the fallen telescope so we can get out of the observatory. In a nutshell, Ted. Well, it sounds like a tremendous plan to me. Have we got an old military-style camp bed? Ah. Oh, bother and double bother, Ted. Hang on, Bundy. How about you soak an orange in whiskey and prepare to throw it out of the window? Meanwhile, I'll create a flame by the window with this deodorant can and a lighter. I'm not sure I follow you, Ted. Well, when you throw the whiskey-soaked orange out of the window, it'll catch a light from the flame that I will make so that as it flies out and up into the night sky, it'll be sure to attract someone's attention. Then they'll come this way. Brilliant, Ted. I'll be home within the hour. Where there won't be a bran flake in sight. You open the window and get the flamethrower ready, Ted. Righto. I'm all set. All right. Let me just grab an orange and coat it in whiskey. Are you ready, Bundy? Oh, sorry, Ted. The orange is dripping whiskey all over the floor. Quickly, Bundy. Throw it outside and I'll light up the deodorant can. Here we go, then. Hup. Great throw, Bundy! got some distance on it. It's a flying orb of flaming brilliance, Ted. And, oh, yes, I think someone's seen it. Oh! Crumbs, Ted. I think we hit him with the fire orange. Oh, he does look awfully mad, Bundy. What the hell are you two playing at? Throwing a flaming orange at me? I'm terribly sorry. You see, we need help. You're telling me, mate? Hurling flaming oranges at people? Disgusting! I could have been burnt like a pie. You could have killed... Anyone! You could have killed a middle-aged person, for God's sake! You two need locking up! Actually, that's the very nature of our problem. Ted, Pensioners I think he's leaving. Happens every week. Sorry, Bundy. I don't think he is. Bloody radio DJs! Can't even listen to Radio 1 anymore! I'm too old! Have your bloody orange back! Duck, Ted. Incoming projectile. You wait till I tell the missus about this. Oh, she's going to hear all about it. You mark my words. These streets aren't safe anymore. I can't even get home from the pub without people throwing fiery fruit at me. I think he's gone, Monday. Looks like our plan failed then, Ted. Do you fancy any bran flakes? Hmm. Good idea, Bundy. You close the window. I'll get the kettle on. 
Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ah, Tim, apologies for the delay. We've had rather a lot of candidates to get through today. Many thanks for waiting. I'm Malcolm, the divisional manager for this region of Animal Help. Have you heard much about us? Well, I've done some research and reading online. I know you're a nationwide organisation that works to rescue, protect and ensure the welfare of animals. That's right, that's right. We work alongside some of the larger charities and societies across the country. Our sole aim is to ensure that all of the animals of this world are treated with respect and are protected from cruelty, neglect and intolerance. Which is why we're keen to get the right sort of applicant here today. I see. So, even though it's an interview, I'll try to keep it as informal as possible, but I do have a few questions here ready, just to see if we can really get the best out of you. Would that be all right with you? Yeah, that's fine. Thank you. Splendid, splendid. Tell me then, have you ever punched a badger in the face? What? God, no, that would be horrible. Excellent, excellent. And do you have any pets of your own? Um, yes, well, three dogs, two cats and a parakeet called Stan. Fantastic. Have you ever kicked an owl? What? Again, no, I, I think violence or cruelty of any kind towards any living animal is inherently wrong. That's the main reason I applied for this job. Splendid, splendid. That's the right answer. Good, because it felt a bit like a trick question. Not at all, Tim. Not at all. The interview is merely a framework to help guide us towards someone with the right sort of attributes. To help us find the right person to help animals, if you will. I understand. Smashing. Let's try a logic puzzle, then. Imagine this. In one hand, you're holding a fistful of tasty, succulent birdseed. And in the other, you're holding a knotted rust of barbed wire covered with razors and poison. Okay, I'm imagining. Now then, which hand would you offer out to some passing hungry seagulls? Uh, ah, well, 
I know seagulls are scavenger birds and that they forage food for themselves. Plus, I know it's never wise to offer out food to animals from your own hand unless, of course, they're your pet and you've got some kind of pre-established trust. So I think my answer's neither hand. I would put the bird seed on the ground, away from any roads, cats or foxes, so the seagull could get to it safely. Then I'd dispose of the barbed wire after wrapping it up so no one else could get cut or poisoned. Marvellous. Simply marvellous. I'll make a note of that. Thinks outside the box. Truly excellent answer, Tim. Astonishing. I would have also accepted the birdseed hand. I'm just pleased you didn't fall into our little trap of offering out razor wire to our aviation friends. That wouldn't be the sort of person we're looking for at all here at Animal Help. Exactly why we have this kind of interview. And who wrote the questions? I did. I see. Have you ever started a fight at or near a farm? No. Ever sworn at a budgie? No. Ever badmouthed an octopus behind its back? <laughs> no. Splendid, splendid. Have you ever seen two chickens box and stepped in only to give them weapons? Um, no, I haven't done that. Good lad. Ever purposefully misdirected an orangutan so that it got lost? No. What's your favourite type of animal? Oh, interesting. Well, as much as I love all of my pets, I'd have to say giraffes. I think their long necks are really quite fascinating. Wonderful. Wonderful. Have you ever planted drugs on a squirrel? Some of these are very unusual questions, aren't they? Relax, Tim. You're doing tremendously well. And we really are almost at the end now. OK, lovely. Well, the answer is no, then. I've never planted drugs on a squirrel or, or any other animal, for, the, for that matter. Marvellous. Well, I think that's everything, then. Wait, you're not going to ask me anything about my experience or strengths or interests in the role? Anything about me as a person? I think I've got everything I need from our little chat today, Tim. Although, there is just one last test to complete the interview, if that would be okay with you. I assure you it's only very, very short. Okay. Well, yes, absolutely, if it's for the interview. Splendid. Now, if you look over there, Tim, tell me what you can see. Two doors. Correct again, Tim. My gosh, you're good. I don't wish to speak unfairly toward the other candidates, but you really are shining leaps and bounds beyond everyone else who has interviewed before you here today. What, you mean all the other people answered these questions differently? Two doors, Tim. Behind one door lies a room filled with hungry, hungry lions, whilst in the room behind the second door is a llama listening to hip-hop. What was in the first room again? Choose a room, Tim. Let your instinct guide you safely away from danger and into the blissful embrace of an exciting new career. Open a door, Tim, and show me you're the applicant I'm truly hoping for you to be. Look, Malcolm, I'm not really comfortable with this. Not if I could get hurt. Ah... Such a shame, Tim. A great, great shame. This far into such an exemplary interview. I'll just put struggles with intuition and battles extremely with confidence. No, it, it's not that. There is serious risk to this. Just as there is risk to the job, Tim. Danger, excitement, adrenaline. Sometimes our workers even have to climb trees. Well, I want it to go on record that... I'm not really happy about this, but I do really want to work in a profession that saves, protects and cares for animals. And, and thinking it through, I, I can't imagine you'd actually endanger my life during the interview stage. So, screw it. I'm going to go through the door on the left. Oh, God, there's a lion! 
There really was a lion! Oh god! Oh my face! Oh! And my leg! Oh god, no! Every time. East Mid-Southwest Radio! Are you even ready for this much hit? And coming up now on East Mid-Southwest Radio, if you were stuck inside while it's raining, would you still need your umbrella? Ella? Ella? Hey? 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 Huh? Stargazing Live. Bran Flakes, Bran Flakes, Bran Flakes. Eleven days of Bran Flakes. I never thought I'd miss milk this much. We just sort of eat them straight from the box now, like big breakfast crisps. What are you up to, Bundy? We're back on the air again. Sorry, Ted. Nearly finished. I was still awake at 3am this morning when suddenly, mid-Bran Flakes, I had the idea to build this. There, Ted. What do you think? Well, I think it's an enormous metal semicircle, Bundy. Big enough to stand under with both ends attached to the floor and covered in wires. Precisely, Ted. It's a Stargate. A what gate, Bundy? Star, Ted. You must have heard about them from all the films and television. I'm afraid not, my friend. The only gates I know are Gateshead, Watergate, Gates McFadden from Star Trek The Next Generation. This is a whole different franchise, Ted. Stargates act as a portal to other worlds. You mean... It might get us out of the observatory. Possibly further than we've ever travelled before, Ted. Well, I'd be happy just to get to Morrison's, if I'm honest, Bundy. I'd treat myself to a pork pie and mustard, fresh bread, some cheese. Shall I try it out then, Ted? What, the pork pie? No, Ted, the Stargate. Oh yes, splendid idea, Bundy. And if you do make it to some far distant galaxy, bring me back something nice. Like a sausage roll? Will do, Ted. Right then, here we go. And... Hello, different universe! Hello, Bundy. You seem to still be here. Looks like the Stargate failed then, Ted. Well, not to worry. I'll get the kettle on. Oh, we've got no milk. The smell of progression and self-importance. I'm great. 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 Woke by Woko. East Mid-Southwest Radio. It's happened. And coming up now on East Mid-Southwest Radio, I don't know about Purple Rain, but I bet there's some purple language going on for these two after being trapped in their observatory for 24 consecutive days over at Stargazing Live. Oh, left hand. You sure this time, Ted? Mm, no, I'm swapping. Right hand, Bundy. Definitely right hand. No going back, Ted. Left hand, then. Oh, I'm sticking with the left hand. Final answer? Final answer. Well, Ted, I can show you that the Branflake was in my right hand. Oh, Bundy, you win again. That's 153 to you and 159 to me. Bundy, there's someone at the door. Goodness me, Ted, we're saved. I'll go to the window and see who it is. Hello, I'm Bundy. We're trapped. Are you here to rescue us? I don't know nothing about that, mate. I'm from the council. This fallen telescope, is this yours? Not as such. We just do a radio show here about the night stars. Only the telescope has tipped over and blocked the door. Now we're trapped in here. Yeah, well, you're going to have to move it, mate. We've received some complaints. We can't. Don't you understand? We're stuck in here. 
Look, is there any way you might be able to move the telescope? That way we could get outside and put it back up in its rightful place. Mm, I don't know about that, mate. My job is to tell people to move stuff, not to move it myself. Oh, go on. What about if we gave you 839 boxes of bran flakes for your troubles? Have we eaten that many boxes already, Bundy? Mm. I'm not sure. I only do one job. I take it very seriously. Look, I've got a contract. I stand by my... Wait a minute. Is that a Stargate you've got in there? Yes, but it's broken. I'd love to have a look at it. I've never seen a Stargate up close. I'll tell you what. If you move the telescope, we can get the door open and then you'd be welcome to come in and see our Stargate. Oh, great. Yeah, OK. No problem. Hang on. Harvest moved in a jiffy. There you go, young gents. Fresh air. Oh, I don't half smell of bran flakes in here. Ted, we're free. We're finally free. Quick, Bundy, let's get to Morrison's. We've only got ten minutes before it shuts. Hang on. I believe there's still a small matter of showing me your Stargate. Oh, yes. Well, do help yourself, although, as Ted said, I'm afraid it's far from its optimum condition at present. He means it doesn't work. Well, it wouldn't, would it? It's not plugged in. Look. What? I'm so dreadfully sorry, Ted. I really should have paid closer attention. You got an empty socket? Oh, there you go. This should do it. Wow. Look at that. Oh, I didn't know you'd put lights on it, Bundy. I didn't, Ted. Then that could only mean... Right, here we go. I'm off to some other galaxy where there's far less war and horror than here. Bye. I think he's gone, Ted. It certainly looks that way, Bundy. Let me just check all the way around the back just to make sure. Oh, he's gone all right. He's nowhere to be seen. Can you imagine it, Ted? We finally got the front door to the observatory open and built a working stargate. What a fantastic day. Well, it appears to be fully functional, Bundy. I mean, well done. Thanks, Ted. I wonder where it goes. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yes. Yes, I am. Toss the remaining 839 boxes of bran flakes into the Stargate, then head to Morrison's, Bundy. I never want to see another bran flake again, Ted. Me neither, my friend. You start throwing in the boxes, and I'll get the kettle on. One. Two. You've been listening to Cat Noir, written, performed, edited, and produced by Kevin Chalmers and Matt Sanders. If you enjoyed this episode, then why not give us a like and review wherever you heard us? And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Cat Noir. If, however, you'd like a job working with me at Animal Help, then just give me a call. It's not every day you'll wrestle with lions. Sometimes we help kittens too. Join us again next time for more of this. Since our invasion of Earth, our people have been starving. What we need now is a miracle. One, two, three, four, five. We're all saved! Six, seven. <laughs> A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps to Detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.